0: Hey everybody, Matt Wallace with AI Every Day. Today I am bringing you the sordid tale of AI research papers and how they get misinterpreted in social media without really too much thought to the consequence. It's going to be a fun one. So um, a pretty interesting paper came out last week from some Stanford and Berkeley researchers. It was titled, How is ChatGPT's behavior changing over time? This is a very timely question because the original API version, which was the Marsh version, is set to be retired in September. Now, there's a new version that came out in June. People are shifting over to that. At some point, the default behavior, if you didn't specify a version ID changed. So I really like that the paper is asking this question because model behavior does change over time. And in fact, I would expect it to. Now, caveat here, model behavior changes even not over time. What I mean is you can ask the same question to GPT many times and get many different answers the variance should be lower when the temperature is lower, but there's still variance. And so you can't count on deterministic behavior. This is not like programming. When you expect literally that given identical conditions, identical code will execute in an identical way every single time. And in fact, entire branches of computer science dedicated to mathematically provable code go to the point of having things so that you can actually have code that can guarantee identical output for identical input. So, when it comes to LLMs, obviously you expect much more variance. Now, it's not a fault necessarily of what's going on in this paper because the paper set out to look at some things that it does and it uses data to back it up. It is on people to use a certain amount of discretion when interpreting those results. What really made the rounds were some of these charts. And two of the areas that were studied here was prime numbers where there was a dramatic decline in GPT-4's four, GPT prime number accuracy with 500 questions that all just asked, is blank a prime number, essentially. It also showed a really dramatic decline in the efficacy of its code generation. GPT-25 going from 22 to 2, and GPT-4 going from 52 to 10 in terms of the number of times when, given a code question, the outputted code would immediately run. Again, something is going on here that the paper makes crystal clear, if you read the paper. But if you are incautious about interpreting it or you're just reading a headline, you may not get the full story. And so let's dig in and take a little look at this. If we go and look at the code section, the authors use the term directly executable, and they say we call it directly executable if the online judge accepts the answer. They also ask this question, why did the number of directly executable generations decline? One possible explanation is the June versions consistently added extra non-code text to their generations. Figure four gives an instance. And what it's doing is when ChatGPT is generating the output, it is enclosing the executable code with the opening of backtick, 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 language name. As a lot of you probably know, backticks is already a way in many applications and formatting systems to format fixed width code and output is used in the ChatGPT web app to essentially invoke the uh, code highlighting. You actually can ask it to output code if you do it very carefully with no formatting, if you use the carefully constructed prompt to do so, and it will follow those instructions. And I've actually done that and shown it. But I think these two figures together go to show, wow, the sky is falling in ChatGPT. This confirms it's getting much dumber. I'm still going to do a video very soon about the architecture of GPT-4 and what you might have seen since its launch. I wish this paper had gone through the effort of removing the enclosures, chopping those two lines out, and then passing the code in so we could really see what was going on because I'm honestly pretty curious. I, I don't know about the flux between the two models, and I would expect there will be a difference, but it could have gone up, could have gone down. I don't know. What I will say is it doesn't really tell us a lot because a formatting change with a numbered version, when you've been warned that output may change between versions, is interesting for people to understand that, yes, this will happen, but it's not really interesting in terms of, is the model getting better or worse? And, and that's really what bothers me is those headlines. As far as the prime numbers go, I also felt like this was a little bit fishy because I didn't believe that I should see so much variance between the two versions. And so I actually ended up writing my own code. I took their exact questions from their Google Lab and I went, and generated some solutions to the prime problem. And this is what I got. And you can see here I had, in general, much better results. With their GPT-3.5, they had very poor results from the March model, pretty great results from the June model. I had great results from both. In fact, the March GPT-3.5 was the most accurate in my tests. And with 3.5 in the June version, still very close to 100%. In my graph, you probably can't even see that there's a difference. But it did actually make one or two mistakes versus, I think, zero for the March model. So then you look at the GPT-4 model. Again, I had over 90% accuracy even in the March model, and then which is actually slightly lower than theirs. But then I went and tested the June model, and again, much more consistent. So I got a decline. So that matches what they saw in the paper results. But my decline was a much smaller decline. Now, why is that? And this gets back into something that really deserves a lot of discussion. Two things that I did here that were different. The first is I passed it a system message where I said, You are an expert mathematician and careful reasoner that produces highly accurate results. And the second is I used temperature zero. It did say in the data that accompanied the paper that they used temperature 0.1. I think that's a bit of a mismatch for the use case because clearly if you're asking is a number a prime number there's only one correct answer and since temperature is a way of saying how deterministic it should be versus creative I don't think you want creativity and so I think my improved results are essentially a result of those two changes using temperature zero giving it a system prompt that instructed it to be a careful reasoner and an expert mathematician. So with these things in mind you have to question the premise that GPT-4 is getting dumber. Now There have been a lot of things written recently about the architecture of GPT-4 and its potential move to what they call a mixture of experts model. Definitely deserves a video of its own, and it definitely also explains why, especially if ChatGPT came out with a unified, very large model. And my own personal recollection was that the initial GPT-4 generation was very slow, and yet it got faster even while they ramped up access. I suspect it's quite possible... That the mixture of experts introduction may literally have happened after chat GPT had GPT-4, but before there was a GPT-4 API. I think that this paper is still asking interesting questions. You, as someone who wants to build production applications or services on top of LLMs, you have to be asking the question about how will the model change over time? So suffice it to say, I think there's a bit of a cautionary tale here, which is if you're seeing headlines like GPT-4 gets stubborn over time, shocking research. You really have to go and dig in because I saw a lot of those headlines and I think they ended up deceiving a lot of people and leaving people with an incorrect impression that they probably shouldn't have had. There are still interesting things here. There still is, as we see from even my own prime number tests, I see a decline in the number of times that it correctly gets the prime number going from the March model to the June model. But the numbers vary so wildly. And so drawing instantaneous shocking headline conclusions is probably unwise and probably makes sense for people to take certain things worth a grain of salt until they understand the nature of the tests and the conditions and the results and I think really dramatically the treatment of code here if you liked this content please give me a like uh, subscribe follow me because I'm looking forward to bringing you more and appreciate all the comments and encouragement and like I said, on the last video, before I, I got this V in my bonnet, I will be talking about the GPT4 architecture, information floating around, and the mixture of experts models soon.